Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Blogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. Okay, so today's episode is going to start out with a story that you may or may not know. Um, it is an Aesop's, one of Aesop's fables, and I wanted to read it aloud. You, I'm sure, have heard of this before, and if you haven't, um, it's about a rabbit and a turtle, also known as the hare and the tortoise. A hare was making fun of the tortoise one day for being slow. Do you ever get anywhere, he asked with a mocking laugh. Yes, replied the tortoise, and I get there sooner than you think. I'll run you a race and prove it. The hare was much amused at the idea of running a race with a tortoise, but for the fun of the thing, he agreed. So the fox, who had consented to act as judge, marked the distance and started the runners off. The hare was soon far out of sight, and to make the tortoise feel very deeply how ridiculous it was for him to try to race with a hare, he lay down beside the course to take a nap until the tortoise should catch up. The tortoise, meanwhile, kept going slowly but steadily, and after a time, passed the place where the hare was sleeping. But the hare slept on very peacefully, and when at last he did wake up, the tortoise was near the goal. The hare now ran his swiftest, but he could not overtake the tortoise in time. The moral of this story is the race is not always the swift. Today, I want to talk about two really specific things. One is that it's okay to be a turtle. And two, don't hate the hare. (laughs) So true confessions of Kim Anderson, I myself have struggled with being a turtle. And I have struggled with being friends that are these hares or rabbits who just explode overnight. And there's so many thoughts that run through your head when you're the turtle. Like, it's not fair Um, they haven't earned it. They haven't worked hard for it. And they just explode. Like, I don't understand what they're doing that I'm not doing because I'm following the same strategy or I'm following the same formula and it ain't working that quickly for me. So I know that this is a real struggle. I know that this is something that causes people to regularly throw in the towel when it comes to blogging is because they see somebody who started when they started, who took off. And so I really feel like this is really important for us to dive into um, because I think we need to see both sides of the fence. We need to look at the life of the people who grow really fast and we need to look at the life of the people who grow really slow and understand that there are pros and cons obviously to both. But the reason that we're talking about this is because I need you to be confident in whatever place you're in. Whether you are the turtle or you are the hare, you will eventually get to the place that you're trying to get to. And I want to talk to you today so that I hopefully can help you when the jealousy or the frustration or whatever rises in your little heart. (laughs) I'm really hoping that this episode is something that can remind you that it's going to be okay. All right. So growing fast in online business, there's nothing wrong with that. But it presents its own challenges for those individuals, right? Because here's a person who started this thing, maybe not even knowing what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like they just got started. They had a little bit of luck. They met the right person at the right time. They wrote the right article at the right time. Um, Whatever, whatever catapulted their growth. 
really, really quickly. It could be hard work. I mean, those people could work 80 hours a week for all you know, behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Like you just never know the variables that are involved in the hare's life, the rabbits that are in your life, the people who are taken off. You don't know all the variables involved in what's going on. And sometimes the information, just like everything else that people present outwardly, doesn't really describe what's going on inwardly, okay? A lot of people can have explosive growth with their business, but their whole regular life is falling apart. And I don't know that we always think about those things. Like we only look at the shiny numbers. It's just like Facebook syndrome, just like social media syndrome, where everything's shiny, sparkly on the outside, but is crumbling away on the inside behind the scenes. And I feel like this can sometimes be what's actually going on um, for people who are growing really, really quickly because they don't necessarily know enough or they don't know how to handle the growth. Um, sometimes the people that you think are hares are actually people that have been in the game a while. You know, there's people who will have um, blogs that grow really, really quickly, but they've been blogging for like years and years and years. You know what I mean? Like there's just their new thing, whatever they've stumbled upon that's their jam just grew really fast and exploded overnight um, because they were in the right place at the right time or they kind of have a skill base that you're not aware that they have. Like this often happens. So I think the number one thing you need to do when frustration or jealousy or whatever arises over somebody who is quickly growing, like growing faster than you are, is to realize that you may not have all the information and you need to know, you have to kind of put yourself through a filter and say, you know what? I don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. I don't know what their life experiences are. I don't know what kind of help they're getting. I don't know um, what kind of money they're putting into whatever they're doing. Uh, because those are all variables that you don't see or know anything about. And so don't lose your mind. Stay <laughs> the course. Don't jump ships. Don't freak out. Don't, you know what I mean? Like just do the next best thing. Um, because there's awesome benefits of fast growth. It means that, you know, like you, it's easier for you to stick with it. You see, you see results, um, quicker with what you do. Like there's all these benefits to growing fast. There's also downsides to growing fast. Like if you're fairly new, you may not have the education to back up what you're, you know, the growth that you're having. And so there's going to be these like learning curves that you have to learn fast. Customer service issues that you run into that you're not exactly, you know, equipped to handle. Um, you may have to start putting way more money out way, way faster, right? I mean, if somebody grows their email list to 20,000 overnight, that's not cheap. Like that is not cheap um, to, to hold down a list that size. Uh, they pay a lot of money per month to be able to house that. So there's a lot of challenges that come with that come with quick growth. So it's it's really you should see people who grow quickly as a reminder that's still possible to be successful in what you're doing. Um, there's all these kind of filters that you need to put through with people who have really fast growth. Like there's probably a lot more to their success story than you're necessarily seeing on the surface because, you know, they can't go into every single detail of what made them successful. I am thankful that there are people though that do go into great detail about what's made them successful and what strategies they've tried and the things that have helped them to be able to grow. Um, because that's the kind of stuff that helps you innovate and for you to think outside the box and for you to challenge yourself that there's more to what's going on. So that's why I want to say 
when you're in these situations where you're seeing somebody growing fast and you don't understand why and you don't understand why you're not growing as fast as they are, just remember that there are so many variables behind the scenes that you're not seeing that can be contributing to their uh, per, their progress or their growth. You know, maybe they have um, a much stronger support system than you do. Maybe they have uh, more years of marketing experience from a job they had in real life. Maybe they've had other blogs that they've grown, but this, they finally got in their stride. They finally got in their niche. They finally figured out their thing. Um, and that's what made it just explode. Like it's, there's so many different reasons why people find success, um, and grow faster than you do, but don't hate them for it. Just know that, uh, you can still get to the finish line just like they can. They just may get there faster. And who knows? Um, you know, one of the side effects of being a person who grows really, really fast is you may fall hard. Uh, because success, I feel like success that has a strong foundation, success that grows nice and slow and strong, um, you know, is more of the marathon approach to business online. And the people who have the quick, quick growth, explosive growth, they're more of like the, let me cash in, you know what I mean? Like ride the wave, get out, cash in, ride the wave, get out. And there's nothing wrong with that um, at all. Because at the end of the day, if your objective is to make a business online and to make money from the business that you make, um, whether it grows fast or it goes slow, you're kind of still running toward the same end point. Uh, and so when it comes to people who have really quick success, just remember that with that success comes a lot more responsibility a lot more opportunity, a lot more decision making, a lot more, um, just just a lot more business decisions to make um, in a very short period of time. And so, you know, it it may seem like, oh, that's just I would rather I would just love to have that. And I'm sure that we would. But it's where you are is okay. You are, are doing all right. Don't get discouraged. Um, you know, there's some downside to fast growth because it eventually will decline, right? Like there are waves, whether your wave is a real quick peak or a slow <laughs> rise and fall, whatever it may be. Um, there is a down, there is a downside, there is a downslope, there is a time when that thing is not as popular as it was or a season when things change, like there is that. And, and if you've grown really fast to see a decline like that can make you freak out. It can make you wonder, oh my gosh, like I can't sustain this. this isn't sustainable. Oh no, oh no, no, I'm losing everything. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like there's so much riding on that. Um, and that's why I really, really love the turtle approach. And that's the approach that I've taken to what I'm doing. Um, I'm okay understanding that it takes a few years to build up my knowledge and my understanding and my practice, just like every other job that you do. The more years you're in it, the better you get at it. And that's why I want you to keep going. <laughs> um, so what about the benefits of slow growth? Let's talk about that. So if you're on the turtle side of things, um, you know, you've got a firm foundation that you're building to your online business. Every day that you toil away at what you're doing. It's like planting a seed. I've talked about this before. You're watering it, you're cultivating it, and you're going to see the harvest from that effort that you've put in. Um, because you can't not, you can't not see results from doing actions. It's just impossible. Um, so I just want to encourage you guys to recognize that even if you're going the slower route, 
build a strong foundation, really get to know what you're doing, understand what you're doing, practice what you're doing, grow your knowledge, grow your understanding, grow your personal experience, grow in your wisdom. And you do that over time. And it's all something that you can tackle, right? Like what I love about my growth over the years is every time I've gotten to a new milestone, I've been ready to tackle that milestone. Like when I've gotten to a new place in my blog where I needed to invest money because of the foundation I had before that I had the money to invest or I had the money to pay for that thing that I needed to be able to sustain my gradual growth in the direction that I want to go. And I think there's something really valuable about that. I think there's something valuable about laying one brick at a time because when the wall is built, the wall is strong. And as you head towards that finish line, You may feel like there are all these people, guys, like all these people that are running you down, like running you over, running past you, annihilating you, but you keep going toward the finish line. So true confessions, Kim Anderson, (laughs) I used to run a lot. Like when I was in high school, my dad got me into running 5Ks and I ran cross country in high school all this stuff. So there was this one race my dad convinced me to go do. It was fine. It was a 5k. It wasn't a problem. But I was fairly early in running. And it was one of the few like road races that I'd ever run before, you know, running on a trail at a park that you know, inside now is very different than kind of running, um, running a 5k, you know, uh, kind of out in the town, like around the town, following like markers and people and stuff like that. And it wasn't particularly fast, you know, like, so by the time I was running, you know, the fast runners had already like annihilated me, you know, like they were just miles ahead. They were probably at least a mile ahead of where I was when I was running. And I remember getting this point where I couldn't find the markers. Like I couldn't figure out where in the crap I was supposed to go. Like I kept looking and I kept running and I kept looking and I kept running And I was really getting irritated because it was like somebody had, somebody had moved the trail and I didn't know where to go or what to do. And it was super irritating, but you know what I did know? I knew where the finish line was. (laughs) So in the midst of this, I remember I was running and I'm like, where are all the people? And like, where are all the markers? I'm jogging and I'm getting angrier and angrier on the inside because I feel like You know, I'm just getting further and further behind. I'm getting further and further lost. I don't know what I'm doing. But then I got mad enough and I said, you know what? I'm going to cross this freaking finish line. Whether, you know, no matter what it takes, I'm crossing the line. I'm going to cross the finish line. Like, because you know what I really wanted to do? I wanted to just stop, walk back to the car and leave. Like, that is what I really wanted to do. Or stop walk back to the finish line, like just walk to the sideline and wait for my dad to come through ahead of me or whatever and just wait for him to finish and then go home and be like, I'm never running again. Like this was stupid. I can't believe I did this. Why did I do this? Why didn't I just stick with the trail? Why don't I just stick with what I know how to do? Like, why would I do something I don't know how to do or go into this, you know, new thing and have no idea what I'm doing? What am I doing? And instead, I just got mad. And I said, you know what, I'm going to finish this thing. And I don't care what I do to finish this thing. I'm just going to, I'm going to cross that finish line, because that is what that is what I'm going to do. So here I am. I know how to get back to the park, right? So I start jogging back in the direction of where I know the finish line is where they told me I needed to end up. And then I found, you know, as I hunted my way back over, I found the mile markers. 
So I'm like, okay, I'm back in this thing. Like, you know, like I just got back in the thing, started running, kept going, didn't give up. I didn't care at that point. Like I knew that I was headed back towards the finish line. That's all that matters was I'd gotten back on track. And I crossed the finish line and everybody was cheering and it was awesome. And there were all these people who were like super fit. They were crossing the finish line with me. And I'm like, I'm killing it. I'm crushing it. And, um, I laughed because like in my heart, I knew, you know, like I had gotten totally lost and somehow gotten back on track and really had no idea if I'd actually even run a 5k like by that point. But I finished like I did what I knew that I came there to do. And even if I didn't do it well, I didn't do it stylishly, I probably didn't even do it right. I still finished the thing. And I think that's sometimes what you guys feel like is just like, this is out of my comfort zone. I don't really know what I'm doing. I really just want to get out of here. I want to leave. I don't want to keep doing this sometimes because it feels like it's too overwhelming or it's too much. And I was cracking up because the next day my dad always checked the papers to kind of see, you know, like what the papers I don't know how many people read papers anymore, but he would get the newspaper and he would try to look up like what his time was. And so he's looking at the paper and he goes, Kim, he's like, you came in um, first for the women's division in your age group. And I was like, what? So I'm looking at the paper and sure enough, like I had won a trophy and all this stuff, but I couldn't go get the, you know what I mean? Like I, cause I didn't actually run the full 5k. Like I probably chopped off like half a mile, three quarters of a mile, just trying to get myself back to the finish line. Um, and so the moral of the story really has nothing to do with the fact that I just, that was kind of a funny, um, a funny end of the story was like, you know, that I actually like placed in this race, but it didn't actually, anyway. So, um, that's just one of those memories that I have ingrained in my mind of a time when I really, really, really fell out of my comfort zone. And I really just wanted to get back in the car and go home. I didn't really want to finish. I didn't want to run anymore. I didn't want to run one of these things again. You know, and I think that's kind of similar to blogging when you feel like your journey is a little bit slower. You get into stuff that you don't feel like you know how to do. It's not really in your skill set. It's really hard. It's a challenge. Um, You feel lost sometimes like and it can feel like you're lost for like days and weeks on end just trying to figure out what's the next thing you're supposed to be doing. And I just want to encourage you to always keep that finish line in mind, like keep your eye on the reason that you started this, the reason that you're doing this. And for a lot of you guys, it may be that you're wanting it to replace your day job, or you're wanting to help your spouse retire, or you're just wanting to make extra money for the family. Um, or you're just wanting to make extra fun money for yourself, or you're just wanting to make money to be able to fund some mission strips, like whatever your reason, whatever your why, that is your finish line. And it's important that you keep your eye on that finish line prize and that you decide that it doesn't matter how lost you get, how frustrated you get, how off course you get, you know that you're always going to come back, that you're going to get back on track and you're going to finish and you're going to finish strong. And that's what I want for you more than anything else is for you to realize that, um, That's really what my heart is for you is that no matter what happens on that path that you're on, that you always keep that finish line in place and you don't give up and you don't throw in the towel until you get there. Whether your race is fast or your race is slow, whether you're the walker at the back of the race or you're the runner at the front of the race, like just keep going as hard as possible toward that finish line of whatever that is. You know, if you're wanting to get a book deal, if you're wanting to become a professional speaker, 
Um, you know, if you're wanting to get your own television show, if you're wanting to get your own, uh, your own DIY show, like whatever it is that you feel like is your dream or your aspiration, you got to keep that in front of you at all times and know that you've just got to keep pushing it and keep trying, um, until you get there. And the path changes, like what you think you want to do when you hit that starting line may be very different at the end. But as long as you kind of keep that long-term vision and you allow yourself to dream and you know what you're running towards, even if you have to tweak that that finish line goal, like if you have to tweak it uh, as you go along because you discover more and more about yourself over time, do that. There's nothing wrong with that. You've got this. You can do it. What you're doing is being built day by day, action by action, post by post, email by email, uh, tutorial by tutorial, video by video, podcast by podcast, whatever it is that you're doing, you're building something brick by brick. And when you're done, it's going to have a strong foundation. It's going to be something that is awesome and something that you can look back with pride and say, you know what? built this. I built that. I built that. And it's pretty freaking cool. And this is why you, my friend, no matter what happens, just keep blogging. Have you ever wished that you could really just get away and blog for an entire weekend? Well, I've got another retreat coming up in October and I would love for you to come and be there. Grayson Bell from iMark Interactive will be there as well. He'll be doing all kinds of awesome WordPress tech help. Because here's the deal. Most likely what you struggle with is finding time to do this thing that you love. And what I am creating is an environment where you can get away, focus, get some things done, have the help you need on hand, and just give you an awesome place to geek out about blogging with other people who are just as passionate as you are. If you want to register for this event, please go to KimAndersonConsulting.com and click on the retreat tab at the top. This will give you all the details. Note that I'm probably going to be doing these retreats every April, July, and October each year because I'm looking for opportunities to help people and I can only invite 30 people at a time. So I would love for you to come. It's going to be small, it's going to be intimate, and it's going to be focused on you and your growth.